And we're live. Hooray! Yay. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Not bad. How are you doing? Doing all right. I'm melting. It is so freaking yeah. hot in Calgary. I am not <laughs> going anywhere near a window or door. <laughs> Don't you have central air conditioning, though, Paul? No. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't have central air conditioning. I have one room that is normal temperature because we have the air conditioner blasting. Every other room you sweat immediately in because we're on the second floor. So. Oh, yeah. No, I get. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I because I just grew up with like b- both my places having like central heating. So we had central air conditioning as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, although my dad's place still got hot. We still had like a a window attached air conditioning unit now that I think about it. Sure. Down here though, we don't have any kind of central, so it's all fans. All fans all the time. Yeah, that's what I have right beside me, actually. <laughs> and it's doing the trick for now, so should be good. Yep. I got one behind me, so Yeah. Nice. I've gotten to the point where I can't I can't stand how long my hair's gotten. Uh it is it's a, it is ridiculous. Um I it looks short. my breaking point. <laughs> It, it's not it's it's long oh okay it's long um so i yeah. i ordered like more attachments for my like buzzer clip razor clippers so sure. that like so and we're just gonna try and shave it uh, sure yeah but not like i don't want like a buzz cut so that's why i'm waiting for like these like longer ones to show up sure yeah yeah, um, yeah. but uh I am currently trying to convince my girlfriend to watch some YouTube videos on how to do a fade. Yeah. Uh, The first time mine cut my hair, it was a disaster. The second time it was okay. And then the third, fourth, fifth, and like whatever, it's totally fine. She knows how to do now. Well, she normally does like the sides in the back for me. Like that part's definitely short. And that's that's how I haven't gotten like absolutely crazy. Because if I just let everything grow, that would have super annoyed me. Um, but now I'm, but now I'm doing the top, uh, sure. and that's the part she's never done. So I need her to like somehow, you know, she's going to have to like do some blending. So yeah, yeah. That's, where, that's where I'm at. It Maybe. seems like the, uh, <laughs> trick is patience and just like taking a little bit, finding the right length, cutting, and then just kind of working from there. So I'm sure she'll yeah, be I'm trying, fine. I'm trying to get her to like, yeah, like I said, like look up some videos on like, you know, like the, I don't know if you guys have had this when you go to the barber, but as someone who gets like his hair blended when he gets a haircut, like you do the hair, the comb technique where you like go along the comb. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Buzzers. Uh-huh. So I'm, that's what I, that's what I'm trying to get her. Like, okay, you have to figure out this technique. This is, this is money. Yeah. Right here. Yeah, for sure. And she just keeps telling me, Hey, you're going to get what you pay for. <laughs> so yep. I can't really She's argue right. with that. <laughs> yep. What about you, John? Have you gotten a haircut no. in the pandemic at the, yet? At this point, I'm probably just going to look like an absolute hobo by the end of it. Okay. Are you just going to you're going to ride it out the whole time? Probably. My my actual like hairdresser called me up like the other day and she was like, "Hey, I moved to a new salon. Here's all the info if you want to get stuff done. Like we're doing all these things for the pandemic." And I'm like, "I appreciate it, but I'm I'm going to wait till it calms down a bit here and then maybe I'll think about it." Sure. Right on. I definitely do not have a specific hair person that would know me. I just find, obviously, the cheapest haircut I can and mm. go to them. Yeah, but my hair is a lot longer sure. than yours, so I kind of need to. For sure. I get to try different things with it. 
Right on, right on. Uh, anything, uh, John? I understand you brought some show and tell. Oh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna do this. I thought we were gonna go into how, what we're playing first, but okay, I can do that. No, I want to know about your week, and I I understand this is a big part of your week. So. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> big thing happened this past week. Finally, uh, my pinball table has arrived. Nice. nice. Very cool. Why don't you have it like up against the wall? Do you need to access the back of it regularly? Uh, that wall is the electricity panel for the house. Uh, oh, wow. That's huge. Yeah, so it needs some room. That's also where like the internet hookup is and everything. But okay. yeah, no, this is... Uh, it finally happened. I finally have a pinball table, and I'm incredibly excited about it. It is very fun nice. to play. It is a fun treat. That I found out that the cat is very scared of, so we've barely played it. <laughs> because of fucking yeah, course he is. <laughs> Just like the how noisy it is? Oh yeah, no, it's it's very noisy. Like there's a volume a slider for like the, the music and all the sound effects, but you can't make pinball quiet otherwise. The springs True. and everything. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna add, I was gonna ask, do they even have a volume? control yeah no there's just like in in the uh in the door where the coin slot is there's there's just like volume up volume down menu and for like like all the speaker stuff specifically probably right yeah like the the table has like rumble and everything on it so it it needs to be Uh, hit you need to be able to control some volume on it does it have um what is it called when you when you, you like nudge the table tilting and it doesn't like that yeah. tilt no oh, tilt yeah yeah so all pretty much all tables past like a certain point have a tilt sensor and it turns tilt out it's matter. literally just like a little dangling weight in between okay. a, a metal ring oh, okay so what happens if it touches the ring yeah can you turn that off yeah you can just remove that part. That seems like you should do that. But at that point, you're like literally shoving your table around, and that's probably not the smartest. Yeah, you got to get up on that thing, man. You gotta, you gotta give it a good hip check sometimes, mm, nope. or you're gonna lose that ball. No, nope. no, it's not exactly that's a also- cheap piece of hardware. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm not, yeah, yeah, say, not I, exactly I, I, something I can just go down to the, the old EB and get replaced. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it also like helps protect it by keeping that thing there. It's like a mm. safer way of, of handling it. Pretty much. Does your thing? Sh- uh, does it dispense tickets? No, I've never heard of a pinball table dispense tickets. Have do no pinball tables dispense tickets? Like I could have sworn I played some pinball, but you know, at like a at a Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. They I mean, tickets. If there's a pinball table that does that, then that's uh, specifically designed to, for tickets, and that's it. Like any regular pinball table I I've, I've ever played, it's never had a ticket slot. Okay, because because my next point was going to be like, yo, can you can you like. Is it like an attachment you can put in there if you want it to be a ticket style one? And if so, you should totally do that. I'd be, that I'd be, be awesome. printing out the tickets just for myself. What would be the point of that? Yeah, that's yeah, it is just for yourself. It's a treat. It's a treat for yourself. Look how many tickets I just won. <laughs> yeah, I could I exactly. could also just take I'm the also the one who has a load in the ticket. So I could just take the like the giant pile of tickets and just that's I'm good. What would, but what would these tickets those. even be good for? What would they be good for? It's the same thing as the high score. Look how many tickets I won, and you just but get the to have tickets. Table dispensed. saves the high score even when it's off. I I think it would be cool if <laughs> tickets printed. I just think that would be a cool what? thing to have. Paul, who's right here? You got to pick. You're, de- you're definitely right, Sean. What? One hundred percent. What? Yeah. yeah. The, Come the, on. The tickets are cool. Come on. Yeah. 
I'm not even going to lie play- to you. If I could go to your house and get some tickets to bring home, <laughs> I'd be stoked. <laughs> what? what would they be good for? It's it's for, just a, for it's a framing. Treat. For framing? <laughs> yeah. Look what I want to do. I play a lot of video games. This, you know, this, hold your surprise. None of them print tickets for me. I play a lot Great. of board games. Those don't print tickets. I play a lot of games. I play a lot. I play. You might you might have heard this about me. I play. Nothing <laughs> I, I do. Famous Sean Booker catchphrase. I play. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking to change that in my life. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. And th- this 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 would be your avenue to do that. You definitely need to take on more ticket printing ventures. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. In this in this post COVID world, you I can't even go to a Chuck E. Cheese and get some tickets. Aren't they closing down? Didn't we do like a yeah, news story? They're about also that? closing down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they made too many they yeah. bought too many tickets. No one was taking them yeah. home. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't the economy was busted. They were giving away all those bouncy balls for too few of tickets, and now they're bankrupt. Yep, that's it. That's what did it. Mm. Not the cardboard <laughs> pizza or anything like that, no. Yeah. If you could have any, like, and you're not allowed to pick skee-ball, if you could have any, like, arcade-style, like, this is straight up just a money sink to get tickets-style machine, so not like a game, but one of those, like, push the quarters off, you know what I'm talking about? Push the tokens, oh. get them close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there one that sticks out to you that, like, I would want that one? Probably a pachinko machine, but if that doesn't count, uh... Ooh. Ooh. That's, that's kind of on the edge. Someone in the chat also says it can be the tickets for the museum. That's a good thing. Um, oh, that's a good We're back call. to that all, again. Right <laughs> wow. But, um... Full circle. Always I think I would circle. want... And again, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna know the names of these, so I just have to, like, do mental picture as much as I can. Wasn't there one where you would, like, roll the quarter, or the token, I should say, down the middle, and there was, like, yeah. a, an arm that would come yeah. up and down, and you have to yeah. try and, like, get it? Maybe that one. Those are fun. That would just be... That would just be cool to have. I kind of want one of those ones where it's, like, an LED <clears throat> of, like, a thing going back and forth, and you have to stack oh, them. That are, like, in Walmarts and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, kind of like those. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think that's just called like stacked or like stack them stackers, yeah. and it's always like yeah. you could win an iPod Nano. Yeah, those are stack- yeah. stackers. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't care about that stuff. Like, if I could play that without like get having to spend a bunch of yeah, get some tickets. Yeah, uh, spending a bunch of money, I'd be down. Most sure. I think that is almost too game like though. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say there's okay. this Wheel of Fortune ticket game you can get where you little you spin this very tiny wheel, and that's how you do the spin power for the big wheel. But again, it's Wheel of Fortune, so it's definitely a game. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I would probably say uh, if I can't say skee ball, I'm gonna say whack a mole. Whack a mole's a good one. Yeah, yeah. What about like a crane game? Crane game uh, would just be yeah, fun. crane crane game in your house that would be kind of interesting, but one that like isn't designed to like rip you off yeah well i mean you decide what you put in there you could put in a bunch of stuff that actually hooks onto the crane (laughs) or a magnet or something (laughs) yeah well what i want is i want one with like an adjustable tension on the claw oh so like i mean i think that's easy mode it's gonna grip it is gonna grip that stuffed animal yeah and and then it's like i'm gonna ratchet it up a bit and be like now it's just slippery as fuck and covered in butter or whatever they do. Yeah. That would do you be know, good um, too. Do you know Simone Geertz at all? I, I ask. Okay. She made one of those like 
of shitty crate. She does uh, for people who don't know, she's a YouTuber who does a bunch of uh, sciencey stuff. Best known for robots that suck. Basically, uh, yeah, she shitty did a robots. shitty robots. Yeah, um, she did a crane machine that was like basically just a guillotine picking shit up and just like ripping stuff apart and <laughs> or whatever. It was pretty cool. Right on, right on. All right. Well, um, speaking of, speaking of guillotines, this is the top down perspective. Oh, that goes. Yeah, this took a direction. Actually, actually kind of worse. Kind of. It's like top down. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I guess. And you get a new perspective because yeah. your head's been removed. Yeah. <laughs> so the are we the perspective? Blade? Yeah, looking on your down. Head. Oh no. We're the blade. We're the blade. Yeah. And the audience is the head. Oh no. <laughs> I was gonna say in the in the video games video games are the body. <laughs> and the head are the patrons. I don't know. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> That's even July thirtieth. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Yep. And uh, Paul, why don't you and I talk about Carrion? Carrion. Okay, let's do it. Uh, the newest from publisher Devolver, uh, where you play a giant mass of monstrous tentacles and goo and teeth and just kind of everything gross in this world. Yeah. This is like one of the grossest games I've played. This, this it's is basically surprising how fast you move. <laughs> this is basically the thing, right? As a video game, you're playing as the thing. More like the blob, I would say, because uh-huh. you're just a mass of amorphous thing like you're just so here's the thing. You get a power up where you turn into different stuff, kind of like you turn into like worms at some point. It's disgusting. Uh, Everything yeah. in this game like, is gross. <laughs> it's kind of like it makes me think of like. um Surprisingly, it makes me think of control in the way that control is a Metroidvania, but such a mm-hmm. basic Metroidvania that you don't yeah. even really consider it a Metroidvania. So this has that as well. You are getting upgrades that then you can you can go back to other areas and get through like maybe the one door there was there. Right. And I did um, that. I hundred percent of this game. I did not because there's there's no map, right? There's yeah. So this is my big gripe. There's no map. That place is that place is uh, designed so you go from one point, you get a power up, and then it kind of funnels you into the next point, and it kind of pushes you through. So you don't have will, to go around a lot. I will actually when, say, mm-hmm. you know, you would think Metroidvania, you want a map for sure, but sure. the way they they kind of funnel you, I thought the level design was just really smart because anytime I ever felt lost, which definitely happens because these this weird facility you're in is a little maze like it was just easy enough to like well i'm just gonna start moving and you will just find your way because there there will be like enough walls or stuff you'll just kind of like you'll you'll basically never get stuck and if you are like three minutes until you find where you were supposed to go at the most part until you do what i did and you go back to every single thing to unlock everything and then you get lost and you're fucking annoyed for an hour Mm -hmm. about there's no map because near yeah so you can go backwards but like Without having a map, it is so confusing. I never did it. I never wanted to do it. First off, I didn't even realize you could, um, that there were like side power ups to yeah. pick up. There's um, nine of them in total. There's nine. Yeah, I, I, I want to say I got like the seventh last one. 
like uh, like the seventh okay. one before i realized oh those were what all those icons were i bet i could go back i have no idea how i would do that i'm never doing that so i did it wrong apparently the way you kind of do it is you get the so let's say you do stage one and you get a power up then you find like oh there's a door i can't go through so you go to stage two you get the power up you needed in stage one to get that in stage two so you could just do a backtrack quickly and then keep going so you can kind of like nah, skip oh, around like so that. Annoying. But I did it I the dumb have... way where I went through the whole game and then was like, okay, I'm going to find everything left now. And then I just spent like an hour and a half looking around. I mean, there is definitely a part near the, just before the very end where they it kind of opens up to say like, hey, this is all the stuff you found. Here's the stuff you're missing. So there's yeah. kind of a moment of like, do you want to go back without a map? That sounds like the it's worst hard. time I could. It's I don't understand why you wouldn't put a map like, like yeah. It seems so simple. I don't get what that adds to, to it, but it's a Metroidvania without yeah. a map. Yeah. Um, no, no kind of fast bum- travel, which I guess that's good because without the map, I would have been confused. Mm. Yeah. It's a missed opportunity, though, because you do have these weird, like, holes that you create. Your, you put your biomass, they call it, into. And it would have been kind of neat if you could travel between them. But you're right. Without a map, it's like, what does it matter? You don't know where you're going. <laughs> so. Yeah. So that's why, I, you know, I, I'm trying to think, like, without a map, are they trying to make you feel a bit lost? Maybe that's kind of what they're trying to get you doing, since you're supposed to just be this this terror of a creature just moving through the facility. Yeah, I think they just want to keep you moving. I don't think they want yeah. you to, like, consider the fact that, like, you're a sentient being. You're just a massive monster going around. Well, then I think they shouldn't have even put stuff in, like, they shouldn't have made it a Metroidvania. It should have just been, like, there is one way you can go each time. Yeah, I I could see an argument for that for sure. Either way, you're disgusting. You you get bigger and bigger, and you get more and more mouths. Yeah. Um, I think that's my actually one other complaint, is when you're the level three monster. It's hard. It is. It is a little hard to move through such narrow corridors sometimes, yeah. um, specifically because you control from you know, the you're, middle you're, and you have mass on either end of you. That's the thing is it, it wasn't always yeah. uh, apparent to me which part of the like the mass I was controlling. So if I was trying to get up, like, let's say there's like two openings above me and yeah. I just press like up. Sometimes it'll like catch on the other one and then start moving up yeah. that way because there's just so much. There's like a weird momentum to the body as well. Yeah. It's weird. But um, luckily, the game is mm-hmm. extremely easy. Like, you do not need to do any kind of, like, fine-tooth platforming ever, really. There's only one part for one of... I mean, you probably wouldn't have seen that because you needed to backtrack to get the stuff. There's one... If you go for those things, they're usually, like, really good puzzles that does require some, like, finessing. I thought those were kind of the neatest stuff, too. So it's kind of too bad okay. that it required so much effort for me to find them, honestly. Um but yeah, it is pretty easy. I would say the biggest neat thing about this game is that it's kind of a puzzle game and how it plays in a lot of ways. And what I mean by that is you have three stages of your monster and uh, each stage has a defensive ability and <clears throat> an offensive ability they can use. So stage one, you have like an invisibility cloak for your defense uh, because you're small and mobile um, and you have like a web that you can shoot through little narrow pathways and stuff that you can't fit your monster in stage two is more beefy so like your defensive ability is you get a bunch of spikes on your body and your uh, offensive ability is you can just smash into a bunch of stuff that you couldn't break before and just like break them down 
And then three, since you're more mass, you literally basically just get the ability to smash through bigger stuff by like ripping them off of stuff like the walls instead of like hitting yourself in them. It's really cool. And they kind of play the level design's really good where every stage has things you have to do to like you can leave your body mass in certain pools, like these weird fetid pools. So you can like Which go to any stage of your evolution. Uh, at any point and you there are a lot of puzzles where okay i need to be invisible to go through this laser then i'll pick up my mass then i need my stage two to break through this thing then i need to put that mass back because i have another thing i need to hit with like a web and then i can then i need to get stage three so i can like break this thing down it's really really neat and how the level design is it's very well thought out i actually love this game quite a bit i thought it was very good the puzzles are pretty easy. Like I said, this this is an easy game. Uh, I actually, it, I also thought it was kind of like a, again, an easy stealth game. Um, sure. Because sometimes you like they gave you the option, like, hey, do you want to sneak around and kind of get them from behind, or you could just be a huge mass and barge your way through. That works, you know, eighty percent of the time as well. Um, yeah, and they give you setups for both. Where if you took yeah. a lot of damage, so you are only stage one. If there's a really hard fight, there's usually like a thing you can do as a stage one to like tip it in your favor. There's one room in specific that just has a whole bunch of shit in it you have to deal with. And if you're like a stage three or level three or whatever, you could just go in there and just wreck everything and like take a bunch of damage probably, but you have a shield ability, so it's fine. But if you're a stage one, you're going to get your like, you're going to get completely wrecked. So they give you an option to like, grab a thing to turn off like the turrets in the room and like you can pick off guys in a part you couldn't reach otherwise it's very very cool like they've thought it through a lot that's kind of why the fact that they don't have a map is baffling to me because they put so much time and effort into how the game plays and the level design is that that seems like such an easy thing they could have put in you think it'll get patched in yeah it I don't know. I don't probably know, not. <laughs> it, the, bec- to me, it seems like so obvious you would want a map that they there must have been a decision to not include a map. Yeah. Which is why before I was trying to think of like, why would why would they do that? But uh, so I doubt they would put a map in. Yeah. Again, you don't really need one unless you're trying to 100 percent it. Um, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's good. It's like a. It's like three or four hours. Uh, I enjoyed the time with it. I spent five and a half. So I literally. It's a four hour game. I literally spent an hour and change looking around. So you can get it done in a sitting easy. It's a good one sitting game. I think. And it is so gross. It is so gross what this monster does and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sean, what else have you been playing? We, you and I should talk about grounded. Yeah, another short experience, I'll say. <laughs> Let's talk about Grounded. Uh, so wait, you can you can finish the game? Well, there's an end point. I mean, there's one mission and then it's like, hey, that's all we have for now. Early access, remember? And I'm just like, oh, oh yeah. OK, I didn't even get to that part because that's man, literally those 20 spiders <laughs> are so hard. Oh, yeah, you there's no you shouldn't fight spiders. They're the worst. They're the absolute so, worst. They're they're the worst. So I want first off grounded. This is the new game from Obsidian. It's out in early access on Xbox and PC. I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I thought one thing that was kind of interesting, they have an arachnophobia mode. They do. Uh, they have a slider. Like the big, the big en- en- enemy is a, a spider. And they said, you know, if you don't like spiders, you can, and, it, and it's a slider. So as yeah. you like go from one side to the other, they just keep taking parts of the spider away. Because I, yes. I needed, I needed to know what what does it do, and if you turn off if you or if you turn on arachnophobia mode, so it'll take away some like legs until it's just like the body, a, like and then if you take away like the last yeah. one, it gets rid of like all the detail, and it's just like two blobs with a face. <laughs> yeah, um, which was pretty interesting. Say, that sounds uh, way I better than did being a spider. Yeah, if you don't like spiders, which I mean, who who likes spiders? You might as well do that. I, I don't mind. I actually terif- don't mind spiders. I'm not terrified of spiders, uh, so I kept the thing on. But like, I yeah. could totally relate to like that's just a cool accessibility thing. Yep. Uh, and I I thought the implementation of it was pretty funny. Um, I mean, they're disgusting. Don't get me wrong in this game, but like, I'm sure. not scared of them. Really? Yeah. Um, this game is more survival than I like in my games, so I'm not sure if how much I'll play of this when it actually comes out. Oh, see, uh, I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely. I'm just thought, not a big. I, I'm just not a big like. Hey, you got to make sure you drink some water. Hey, you got to mm. make sure you're eating. Um, Did you do any of the base building stuff or any of the like? Oh, you didn't finish. Never mind. You didn't do like any of the quest stuff afterwards. Then I guess no. We got to the part where it's like get to the oak tree, and then it seems like it every ends at path- the oak tree. So. Yeah, it seems like every path leading to the oak tree was guarded by spiders. Um, so my friend and I spent a bit of time like, do we just need to like grind and get this ant armor or something like and we tried <laughs> fighting some ants and they kicked our ass too. We just kept yeah. getting our asses handed to us. Yeah. Um, Did you meet up then, with any stink bugs or bomber beetles or any of that shit? The ladybugs? Uh we we saw some ladybugs. Were, were, were we supposed to do something with a ladybug? No, I mean, you can attack them and, like, take their shit to make armor and stuff. Oh, okay, as well. yeah. We didn't do anything with the ladybug. We I think we came across, like, a bomber beetle and it killed us both. Yeah. Uh, then the game froze for my friend, and uh, so we stopped playing that. Oh, okay. But, so but anyways, I played- the spiders are just such a wall. Like, I don't even... Wh- how do you get past the spiders? What you did you don't do? don't fight them. Because why would you fight a spider when you don't have anything? That's silly. <laughs> right. Well, but don't. So for, maybe I wasn't looking enough, but it seems like every path of the oak tree was through like a narrow bunch of rocks full of uh, spider webs. No. Is there, an, is there another one? Is there another I, way you can get there? I guess. I don't know. Did you like go near the tree at all? Because when you're by the roots, there is like a spider den in the roots. But if you just like walk around that, you're fine. There's nothing there. Yeah, we didn't get even close to the tree, so it must have been the oh. roots. And we went one way to go around it. I, I couldn't tell you what direction. Yeah. Cardinally or anything. And, and it just led to more spiders. I guess and we were um, like... I should say this isn't a randomly generated map for anybody wondering. It is right. the same map for everybody. So yeah, there is that. Uh, okay, I'll talk more about this because I spent eight hours playing this. Um, oh, so wow. So there's, about 20, there's about 20 minutes worth of, like, quote-unquote, in-game story content and as soon as they flesh it out more i think that'll be really good this is easily going to be like another subnautica for me uh it has an interesting story hook in it it has kind of like interesting little things about what's going on in the world already implemented that there's another person or child that is shrunk somewhere because like even when you look at the pod you start in there's a slot for like five people and you can only have four players so there's obviously a oh, story person that. involved um 
Who'd you play uh, as? I played as Allie Hoops. Okay, yeah, that was my friend. I played as the uh, other girl, which I name I cannot remember. She was Willow Branch. Is the Willow, other girl. that's what it was, yeah. Or you could, he, what are these was names? also pretty cool. What are these names? They're puns. These are the teens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these are the teens uh, that you can play. I also like when you do die, your option is respawn or swap teen. Yeah. <laughs> I just... It's like the option swap teen. Swap teen, yeah. Also, when you want to quit the game, there's quit or super quit, which I thought was cute. Super quit taking you back to the menu of or back oh, to I didn't the see uh, that. OS. Completely close the game. Anyways, I wonder if the uh, Xbox even has that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, the other teens are Max Smalls and Pete uh, Moss, I think, or Pete. No, Pete Bog. Pete Boggs. Pete oh, Moss Peter would be Boggs too on the nose. I feel like it's already pretty on the nose. Yeah. As it is. It's pretty on the nose, but yeah, Moss would be way more so for sure. Um, so yeah, about 20 minutes to half an hour of uh, story content, quote unquote, which kind of leaves a nice little hook there. Uh, there's a sassy robot, so I'm automatically a little like, ugh, at some point because I hate sassy robots, but he's kind of cute as well. He's not, he's no claptrap is what I'm getting at. He's a little bit better than that. Um, yeah, that's like the bottom of the barrel, so I would hope so. Say that, yeah, that's not a high marker there. <laughs> uh, so, and he's the one that, like, in this early access thing, will give you basically daily quests. And daily, I mean, like, in-game days, not, like, actual real-life days. And those give you a resource called Raw Science that you can trade to him for new upgrades and new uh, building schematics and stuff. So I unlocked everything that is in the game currently, and me and a friend built a base for a few hours and basically just wrung out everything we could and took on a bunch of ants and those little, like, what are they called, larvae, which are basically earwigs, and they're disgusting and attack you in mass. Uh, stink, a stink bug kept coming into our base for a while and just, like, gassing the whole place out, so we had to put up an outer wall. Yeah, I don't know. We had a really, really great time. I think this is a fantastic game, and I can't wait for there to actually be a reason to play it at this point, but for now, I'm done for, with the early access. I will say, though, I think this is how early access should be done, where there are bugs. Uh, there's, I mean, there's insects Literally and bugs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get that. Everybody's going to make that joke, so let's get that out of the way. Um, there are a few problems here and there. I think the UI could be a little bit better in some regards. Um but it's not too bad. More than anything, it's really well optimized. It plays really, really good. And I think this is kind of the standard we should have for early access games where this is like a very well-made product. They just have to add more content to it at this point. And like we can keep revisiting it if we want. Or if you're like me, I'll just wait for like the full thing to be released and then just play it all at one time. Uh, but yeah, I think it's very, very cool and just another great reason to have Game Pass, frankly. I loved it. It's easily going to be another Subnautica for me. I feel like the reason they can do that, though, is because Obsidian's a pretty well-established company at this point. They they can get away yeah. with being that far along in a product before like releasing it. Yep, for, for, for sure. They were also just pr- purchased by Microsoft, so they got money. Yeah, yep. that too. Yep, for sure. I One think thing I thought good. was weird on the... Um, yeah, I think it's a lean-to you have to make so that you can respawn at the lean-to as opposed to at the, like, the very beginning of the game. Yeah. Your lean-to doesn't show up on the map. Nothing shows up on the map. You have to make uh, 
map mark, not flag. map markers. You have to make like little markers that you can see. Yeah. Uh, in the I thought world. that was just odd. I thought I thought you're like I thought any kind of base stuff you make should show up on the map if you want to make like a home base. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll add that. Like it seems like <laughs> there's a few quality of life stuff that like that that they should add. Also the fact that you can't name the markers. You have to just like leave a little symbol and try to remember what the hell that symbol meant. Um on them is kind of weird. Like maybe that's something they'll add. The oh, fact right, yeah, that you, like a symbol and a color or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can't invite people to your game yet, they just have to join your session, is kind of weird as well. So be, they literally even say in the thing that's just like coming soon, invite system. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, well, all right, <laughs> sure. But it uh, automatically shows your session to anyone on your friends list, so it's fine. Yeah, that was interesting that I noticed because we couldn't get the invite to work, and but when we were like join online game, my friends would show up there immediately, and I was like, yep. why, is it, why isn't it showing like a whole bunch? Why is it only showing that one? So I guess that's kind of good. Yep. So the multiplayer works pretty good. Uh, a few stuttering problems we had. Uh, it has it lacks a lot of quality of life stuff in the building menu, like moving, let's say, a chest full of, let's say, a thousand items without having to destroy it. And let's say a thousand items blowing up everywhere and making your frame rate go from the solid 60 down to negative five for about 10 minutes while it tries to figure out how to put all these things together. There's weird stacking issues with items that they haven't completely figured out yet. Yeah, there's weird. There's just some weird things that they can tweak from here. But like the sol- the base work is extraordinarily solid. Very, very good uh, intro to what they're doing here for sure. All right, and I'll briefly touch on this last game I've been playing. Um, have you guys heard of Assassin's Creed Odyssey? I have. Tell me all about it. <laughs> um, I am finally in Atlantis of the Atlantis DLC, which is nice. the, as far as I'm concerned, the last thing I will be doing with this game. So the end is in sight. I want to say I have maybe five hours left of this game, and then I'm oh. never playing it again. I'll be done. I'll be free, and finally. I can start all over again this fall when uh, Valhalla. Valhalla comes out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the part I played through this week um, was episode two of the Atlantis DLC, which is when you're in the underworld. So you're basically in hell and you're hanging out with Hades down there. As mm-hmm. you do. Uh, yeah. And it starts with you killing Cerberus. So now all the like spirits are getting out because Cerberus is like the guardian of like the gates of Hades and so everyone can get out. So Hades is like, yo, you messed up my place. You have to fix this. Um, hmm. reasonable and uh so you you know you go around every, uh it's a cool area uh because you know everything is just like either on fire or there's acid pools everywhere and whatnot um which is cool what's really interesting is from the um a story standpoint a lot of the like main bosses from the first game are down there and you interact with them again and you have to like team up at sometimes with these people that like wanted you dead or wanted your family dead and stuff like that uh, as well, some of your like allies from the main story game who passed away in the story show up down there as well, and you can like help them like move on or get to like Elysium, and so that was kind of cool. So there's some cool story stuff there. Uh, 
it's way better more interesting as far as i'm concerned than episode one of this dlc um episode one is also a lot longer so i can't really recommend playing through episode one to get to episode two that's the only way you'd be able to do it um Mm. anyway uh it's more assassin's creed odyssey um and uh now i'm finally on the last third of the atlantis dlc and i'm finally in atlantis so cool almost done cool Uh, but paul why don't you continue with the rest you've been playing yeah uh, going back to games that we're revisiting or still doing or whatever, Division 2 had a season update. Season 2 was live about a month ago, in June sometime. Uh, so I'm a little late catching up to it, but I spent the last few days going back and catching up with the new Manhunt content. And uh, I have two out of the four agents done, waiting for the third to release sometime next week and uh, continue on with that stuff. And the Manhunt stuff was the stuff that, like, unlocked when you finished the Warlords of New York story, right? Right, yeah. So okay, I, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't care much for that stuff. And each Manhunt uh, gives you a new item ability. So, like, the first one was, like, a sticky bomb. This one's, like, a weird trap or something. Yeah, I don't know. I Is there any missions? It. Like, new missions? Uh, no, they're just rehashes of old ones. Again, okay. if you don't want to do the old stuff, you shouldn't be playing an MMO type game. That's how it's well, made. No, but I just I jump in when they <laughs> add new missions because and they have been adding new missions over its its like well an expansion. Um, yeah, there is a new raid coming. It's not out yet though, so that'll be like the new thing I guess that they add for this. Uh, what they have done is they added these like time trials to see how fast you can do some of the other stuff on different difficulties, and that's been kind of fun. Uh, not enough to like for me to really care too much because I've done those missions a bunch of times. But yeah, I'm just going back to finish off the manhunt stuff to unlock the new ability at some point. See what that's all about. So that'll be neat, I guess. Also, apparently they added some new exotics, but I haven't seen those yet. So yeah, Division Two is still Division Two. Um, I played Rogue Company, being on more of a shooter kick. Uh, this is the game by Hi-Rez that will be free to play when it officially releases to everybody. Uh, and it right, is basically... So you must have bought some, like, starter pack or something. No, I have a person at Hi-Rez. They get, just give me codes for stuff, usually. Oh, la-di-da. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Free-to-play games. My bread and butter. Um, yeah, no, this is Valorant in a third-person form that isn't, uh, like, that doesn't take a million years to finish a map. It's a fast playing Valorant, basically, where you play a character that has a perk ability and you can buy your loadout and every round you get money to, like, make your loadout better. And you one team is planting a bomb in a site and the other team has to defend from it by either killing them or disarming the bomb after they plant it or both, as the case may be. The maps are small, so it doesn't take a long time to get into the action and it's just a really competent little shooter game. It's, yeah, 3v3. It's fun. Good time. Speaking of, like, free-to-play stuff. Oh, no, sorry, um, 4v4. I don't know why I said 3v3. Do you, do you remember at the uh, EA press conference when they announced um, Rocket Arena? And we kept saying, how is this not a free-to-play game? It's free-to-play this weekend. Like yeah. 40 bucks. It's, well, because I kept seeing the price, like, plummeting. 
Oh no! Um, like like I was seeing it for like the last couple of weeks at like ten dollars <laughs> for like the, the console oh, versions. Man, recently on PlayStation Network it was five bucks, and uh, this weekend it's a free to play. It's a free game on Games with Gold, so I'm going to try that game out. But okay. it's like this thing has to be going free to play, right? Like if it's dropping mm. that hard with the price already, holy smokes! I bet no one played it at forty dollars. And I'm just I'm literally waiting for the announcement where they're like, hey, we're changing our whole model. It's going to be free to play now. Yeah, I feel almost a little bad about being that snarky about it because people are saying that like it's very good (laughs) that have played it. So I don't know. I guess I'll see this weekend because since it's a free weekend, I am installing it and going to try it out. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, Rogue Company is fun. If you like shooters and you have some buddies, uh, when it goes free to play, go ahead and check it out. Otherwise, you can buy Founders Pack right now. I generally don't recommend doing that unless you want to support a company. So, like, if you just want to see what it's like, wait till it's free. And then if you like it, maybe consider throwing the money. And it'll unlock some operators for you as well. I kind of like that model of a game is free, but you could, ju- and, like, you're limited in all the characters you can play if you if it has characters i guess but then like if you want you can buy it for like 30 bucks and unlock everything and it's like you buy the game and high res has been doing that for a while now where you just throw them a little bit of money and they unlock all characters now and like forever for you if you do that and i think that's just a good way to do it um the last game speaking of games that are coming to free to play specifically on playstation if you have playstation plus in a few days is fall guys hey i played this too yeah this was fun so fall it was fun fall guys for anybody who doesn't know is the cutesy little bean people uh 60 player battle royale where you participate in a whole bunch of mxc takashi's castle whatever you want to say any of those weird game shows where shit's trying to hit you into water or slime or something um the game the basically floor is lava yeah or, yeah the floor is lava yeah <laughs> wipe out Wipeout, yeah, that's the other one. This is not exactly like Flora's Love. <laughs> there is like Doritos Crash one. Course. Yes, that's the best oh, comparison is Doritos Crash Course. I love Doritos Crash Course. Doritos Crash Course 2. I forgot yeah. there was a sequel. Yeah, yeah, I think that lost the Doritos name, but they did. There's a sequel. <laughs> yeah, I love those games. Um, anyways, yeah, this is a this was very, very fun. They had a beta last weekend, they're also having one this weekend and uh, are giving keys out so if people are interested maybe hit them up on twitter and see what you need to do yeah and if you have the key from the maybe you have the key from this past weekend's beta it still works yes and also this releases on august 4th uh for free for playstation plus members on ps4 uh otherwise i believe on pc it's 20 dollars or a 30 dollar collector's edition or better edition where you get some like in-game currency to buy skins and whatever um yeah, looking forward to the PlayStation Plus version. Yeah, I was gonna say. Sure. They're doing like I think some people are speculating they're good. just doing what Rocket League did, where they were just PlayStation Plus right out of the gate, and then that got yeah. like a really good install base. So hopefully this kind of works out like that. Yeah, I already bought bought it because I want to support this game. I really like this game. Uh, that being said, it has about a night's worth of content in it. I'll say uh, it was a fun night. Well, wasn't it a battle royale? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could play yeah. it over and over, but I don't play Warzone over and over either. I don't play any Battle Royale over and over. Like, I'll right, well, I mean, if you're into that genre, that's that's what you do. 
Right. Like uh, I play Apex over and over because that's this that's is a little bit different. I will say because uh, not much in it changes. There's not like loadouts you can get. There's no different weapons. There's no skill builds. There's none of that shit. It's literally just like okay, I've seen this map. I have to run this way and hope nobody grabs me or bumps into me over and over and over again. It kind of makes me think of um, Trackmania. Yeah, but Trackmania has at least like infinite tracks because pe- that player base is huge. This right, but just like a kind of like we got to get to the end. Go, go, go. Sure. Um, um, a lot of I, the course. Sorry, go on. Go ahead. Nope, go ahead. Uh, the way it's split up is 60 people enter the arena uh, and then the first stage usually gets rid of about 15 people down to 45. The next stage, like however many, usually about 15 as well to about 30-ish, then to about 15, then to... And then the final round is like one person can win it all against like 15 or whatever or 20 or whoever happens oh, to I didn't realize there was individual maps. I thought it was one long thing. No, 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 there's like, no. because there's different loading zones, basically. Yeah, there's it, okay. it's essentially split up into like four or five. I think it's actually five. No, it is five rounds. I, I've been through a couple, couple sessions. It was five rounds. Uh, and I, but I think it also depends on if like there's an excess of people eliminated, they might shrink it. Yeah, I think so, too. And sometimes it's like the same map or game type uh, kind of like tailored for whatever you're doing. Uh, for example, like. Sometimes it's just like a race map, but this time, since there's only 15 people, it has a crown at the end instead of just like a place where you can like get in and be safe for the next round or whatever. But like it's very few changes in that regard. Um, A lot of the maps are run to an end goal while avoiding things being thrown at you or work together as a team to do a thing. And I fucking hate working as a team to do a thing because mm-hmm. I feel like I get screwed every time. I'm doing the thing, and then we get eliminated because no one else was doing the thing. <laughs> and it's so frustrating. <laughs> we uh, we had one stage where you're broken into three teams, and you have to each push a ball down a hill through, like, an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. But you're all in yep. separate groups until, like, the last, like, 40%. And then at that point, and then you block. The other, yeah, the other team members can yeah. actually just block the ball. And it just yeah. becomes like this, this <laughs> fucking mess, basically, at the end. This just sounds it, like a good game show. Yeah, but I'm it's hearing. also frustrating because, like, like Paul says, like, if you get something like that and you lose, it can be entirely not your fault, which sucks. That's why but, I don't like yeah, it. It's not necessarily that I don't find them fun. It's that my team wasn't good enough, so I got fucked. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like, don't point. go into this game expecting a pure competitive experience because there's a lot yeah. of luck-based stuff and there's a lot of bullshit the grabs are frustrating because I still have not figured out what to do yeah. about those yet. Like someone can just grab you and it'll throw off your jump timing. And then as a result, you'll fall yeah. in a pit or something. There's so many crab bucket motherfuckers in this game. Let me tell you where they're not trying to win. They're trying to stop everybody yeah. else from winning because they are hey, poor, that's pathetic just life, human man. beings. Yes, that's just how life, that's just like, the Internet. <laughs> that's just how things go. Would yeah. you watch a show if these were human people? Yeah, of course. Yeah. This would be a great thing to watch. <laughs> yeah uh so that being said like i said this is a good fun night i don't think this is something i would play every night but i would de- kind of like jackbox i revisit like maybe once a month or two months or something i could see me just doing like a fall guys night for like a few hours and just being like yeah i'm glad i bought this or i'm glad i have this and can play a bunch of it a bit of it whenever so 
It's cool. Uh, does I it like have crossplay with the PC? Yes, it is. Whoa, nice. Yep. So PS Plus will probably make this thing pretty big for a long time, hopefully, and yeah. at least until like they decide to go free to play <laughs> if they yeah. go that route. And hopefully, well, then it'll even go bigger. Hopefully, they add more yep. too. I'm hoping they add a bunch more stuff, so like a bunch more yep, maps. Me too. They, this is definitely a thing I could see them like good groundwork. They could keep adding onto it. I mean, forever if they wanted to. Uh, but yeah, I really like it a lot, and I can't wait to play more of it. Frankly, that's all I've been playing. All right. Uh, so I've obviously been playing Fall Guys. I've obviously been playing Pinball. Uh, I've played some Panzer Paladin. So this was the okay. game that Paul was talking about last week. He uh, he seemed to like yep. it a fair amount. Uh, I don't know if it's because I played so much Curse of the Moon 2 prior to it, but I wasn't feeling this one. Curse of the Moon 2. Okay. See, I'm on the opposite where this made me hate Curse of the Moon 2 more. Yeah, no, I, I, this one felt too simple and I wasn't really into it as a result. Okay. Uh, I got about halfway through it. Uh, like it's okay. Like the sprite works great. Uh, It definitely has like that, that late eighties, early nineties NES game feel down pretty well. Uh, yep. But the jumping feels really clunky. I don't know what it is. They tried. It's like they tried to give grit the mech like some weight and heft, and as a result, that yeah. made the jumps feel really awkward. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, the the variety in all the weapons feels mainly cosmetic more than anything, uh, which yep. is fair considering there's literally a mode where you can just make your own weapon. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I never really, uh, I still don't know what happens if I just have too many weapons in my inventory. It says, like, danger threshold high. Does that just mean I take more damage, or? I could tell you if yeah, what you is, want. what does it mean? There's a horseman that pops up on every stage if you're over a threshold because of story reasons of him being, like, some guardian of some sort, and you have too many spirit weapons, your spirit burden's too high. So... If you've noticed, every stage has sometimes a room after a checkpoint that's empty. Yeah. It is no longer empty if you have too high of a spirit burden because that's a boss fight. Oh, because like I did the I did the, the Canada stage, obviously, and then you fight him as a boss. Yeah. And then the yeah. next stage I did, he showed up there and gave me a weapon and left. Yeah. Yeah. And then he uh, never showed up again. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember when he starts showing up. I think it might be over like 5,000 spear burden or something like that. Oh, so like extremely high then. Okay. I ended that game with like close to 20,000 spear burden. You get weapons all the fucking time. Yeah, no, they're just they're just throwing them at you basically. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, no. I don't know what it is. It just it didn't it didn't quite grab me the way like Curse of the Moon 2 did. So, okay. uh I got 5 stages in, I think. Yeah, so about halfway. That makes yeah. sense. Yep. Yeah, because I think there's 11 stages counting Canada, so. <laughs> yeah, good old Canada. Good old Canada, yeah. I don't know. I'll probably go back and wrap it up, uh, but I, like I said, I wasn't overly feeling it. I did like the fact that uh, you could control your pilot, and she controlled very different. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I did, There was little things I liked. I liked how there was like a hidden item in each stage that was a one-up. I thought that was neat, and they were always themed to whatever world you were in. I really like the theming of everything. Yeah, uh, every place having a different feel to it. I really liked. Yeah, but otherwise, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's all right, but I, I think I preferred Curse mm-hmm. of the Moon two more. 
Sure. Otherwise, I've been playing Crystalis on the NES. Well, I'm playing it on the Switch, really, but uh, I've been just playing. It's like on the NES online feature, so I've been doing that. Crystalis is oh, okay. basically SNK's answer to Zelda One because it is a top-down hack and slash. That's also like an RPG mm-hmm. where you go to different zones, like uh, talk to people, like find items, find collectibles, solve problems, fight bosses, etc. Uh, it is, it is fun, difficult, but fun. Like you level up proper in it so you can get more health, do more damage, etc. You get a bunch of different swords you get to use, like all these different items. Uh, it is very brutal at times because you can take a lot of damage if you're not paying attention. Your iframes are very short and, uh, <laughs> some of the bosses do a lot of damage and status effects suck in that game. Like if you get poisoned, it doesn't go away till you either heal or use an item. Like by heal it oh, in, man. I mean, rather. So, yeah, like, you can be poisoned and you're just at, like, 200 health and you are you just wait and your health just drains. doesn't matter what you're doing unless you use an antidote or use a spell. But, will it kill you or leave you at one? It will kill you. This is a question. Okay, this is a question I like to ask for every game with poison. I'm pretty sure it will kill you. I, I, you I didn't one. want to find out is the best thing, but, like, okay. it, it shrinks <laughs> that health meter enough. I'm like, I am not redoing all this progress because you, can, you can't save in dungeons. Sure. So I'm like... Nope, not redoing all that. But yeah, fair enough. I never played this one. This sounds interesting. It's it's not bad. I like it. I actually really like it a lot. Uh, it does get a little grindy at points because like you'll go to a town and it's like, oh yeah, you need like two. Like it's very grindy at the start for sure, and then later on, like it's just like everything gets stupid expensive. But I've been getting in so many fights, okay. I don't feel like I've been struggling for money. And there's like a couple hidden enemies you can fight that they're just worth a ton of money right away. So you just grind on those if you need to. But uh, no, cool. it, it's been fun so far. I'm three quarters in. The only gripe I would say I have is uh, enemies have weaknesses to certain swords. Like uh, you get, I think, five swords total in the game. And I've got three of them. Okay. So one sword will just work perfectly fine on an enemy and another sword will be useless on an enemy. Like it will literally not do damage. It'll make a loud noise and they'll bounce off. So you are constantly swapping between swords in the middle of combat. But you have to go to like a menu to do that, so it's not like a quick change. So like hmm. I, f- I f- like the concept would work better in a game that would allow for fast swapping. But uh, you'll you'll get in a room like there's two enemies, one will be weak to a certain sword, and the, and the other one won't. So you have to be like, okay, kill you first, swap sword. Now I got you. But there's also an item that lets you use magic off your sword, so you have to either change both or just be okay with not having magic on the sword and just going to town on it. Uh, but hmm. so far, I've been, I've been enjoying it, and uh, I'd recommend it to people who want an NES RPG like Zelda. And that is all I've been playing. Nice. That's on the Switch Online service right yep. now? Cool. All right, let's do some news. Yay. Uh, first up, Hyperscape is going to be on consoles August 11th. So, uh, Neat. Ubisoft's new Battle Royale. Uh, I, can, I will finally try that out for sure. I did play this. Uh, this is a bad Apex Legend, as far as I'm concerned. Ooh, uh, that's fine. I really like Apex, so bad Apex sounds good to me too. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited <laughs> to give that a try uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, and that's on both PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, the Analog Pocket, yay, got a uh, pre-order date, release date, somewhat. Um, on it is going to be able to pre- get pre-ordered on August third, so Monday, and with a ship date, which is this Monday. 
with a ship date of May 2021. I don't believe they've said the price at all yet. Oh, um, they have. It is 200 US, I think. It's 200. Yep. Oh, weird. How did it I? It says it's, in that it's, article. It's, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it does say in that article. I didn't see the price on Twitter anywhere it, when this was getting. I happen. don't think it was on their Twitter, but it's it's like straight up on their website. Everything everything is listed there, and there is a shit ton of accessories for this thing. They also announced a lot of accessories along with this info, cases, cords. Uh, we already knew about the dock. The dock looks like it's going to be a a uh, hundred dollars. Yep. Man, what yeah. a beautiful piece of hardware, though. I Jesus. am 100% getting it. As long as it doesn't sell out immediately, I'm getting this. I think this looks amazing. It's so nice looking. And Damn. it would be so helpful for streams for me, because nothing streams really like Wonderswan or like... Or sorry, yeah, Neo Geo Pocket mm. and Lynx. I don't think Wonderswan's one of the options they're doing, no. I don't think Wonderswan is one of the options. No, but yeah, no, like it looks really nice. I, I want one of these real bad. 200 bucks US for the system, uh, 100 bucks for the dock, 30 bucks for the hard case. It's all US prices. There's a tempered glass yeah. screen protector for 16 bucks, uh, a, char- a fast charging USB power USB-C power supply for 20. The Game Gear adapter is 30 bucks which you can pre-order. Uh, it looks like the Neo Geo Pocket Color adapter and the Atari Lynx adapters do not have a release date yet. So, but those are oh, I didn't realize it didn't do all the games as no. is. So, what can it play out of the box? Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance. Right. So, right out of the okay. box, it is a Nintendo machine. Uh, there's a see. I yeah. thought about like getting one of these, but I'm also like, if I'm honestly, I'm probably only gonna play Game Boy Advance games. Yeah, those are the only ones I'll probably like go back That's to. Uh-huh. And I bought a you know I bought a, a micro a couple of years back that I still have not used as much as I would have liked to. So it just makes no sense for me to pick one up. I want. I do. I will ask you though. What color are you eyeing? Uh, black. I used to. Black. I used to have a Game Boy Pocket that was black, and I loved it. So I'm probably gonna do the same. Because let's be real, there is a white one, but that white one is gonna get smudged to hell. Yep, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> I yeah, I'd probably go black. Also, because like the dock is black. Yeah. Yeah. I never had a pocket. I had the color. I had that that see-through purple color. Yeah, I wish they. I hope they do a see-through dope. of these because they've done see-throughs for their other systems before. But the, none of the pockets were see-through, and this is definitely uh, in the pockets aesthetic. Yeah, there's see-through pockets. I have one uh, just on the other side of my. I finger. thought they were all like solid. Like the main colors. six colors were bright colors, but they eventually did see-throughs. Oh, okay. I I don't know if I've seen one of those then. Man, that is nice hardware. It looks real nice. I I, I really want this, but I but here's the thing. Yeah, like Sean said, uh, analog it systems is. are not cheap. Analog analog yeah. is like the Ferrari of uh, of like video game re, re, redone consoles because it's just like they're high end stuff. They work really well, but you pay for what you get. Like they're that they're, dock with HDMI out and four external controllers. Oh, ooh, yeah, it's but, so nice. But my question <laughs> is, and I saw some other people bring this up. Why do you need four controller ports for Game Boy games? I guess because you can. <laughs> Mario Kart? <laughs> but here's the thing. They all needed extra copies of the game to run. That's my point. Mm. Or extra systems, yeah. rather. Okay, so what you're saying is it, it, the only way to use four controllers would have to be for a Game Boy game that was 
split screen multi that's yeah what it, yeah what would you i don't use for that? i don't know why that has that feature i'm i'm so bewildered yeah is it maybe one of the other uh systems like i'm not super familiar with the atari links uh, no etc the links shouldn't have that compatibility like i legit don't understand why it has that unless they're like teasing something in advance uh yeah you can even you can even buy link cables for this thing that's how crazy it is they can literally buy a cord that will connect it to another pocket an analog pocket. and they say that's how you do multiplayer is it, it has no kind of like wireless you need the link yeah. cable connect your pocket uh, which is a bummer because because i remember when the game boy would have been a, it was advanced right they had the wireless adapter yeah. yeah that thing was awesome to have like that was a game changer so this is the funny thing. Uh, you- it connects your pocket to another pocket or Game Boy, Game Boy Color, GBA system for multiplayer. So you can connect to all, like the original systems to use this for link cable and link games. That's pretty funny. Does that mean that means you should be able? Well, oh, whoa, wait, is it the same connector on both ends? Can I plug a worm light into this? I don't think you need it, <laughs> considering, but. Right. I'm just wondering, like, is it like USB to whatever you would call the Game Boy one? Or is it Game Boy to Game Boy? Is that the cable? It says pocket to pocket link cable, which means they should be the same port. Then I would assume you could plug a a, a worm light into this thing. Probably. Why you would would just be for the bragging rights at that <laughs> point, but yes. Yeah, that would just be for the photo I can take and put on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm curi- I'm super curious about that four person stuff. So yeah, I I would I would like to know more about that. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, goes live August third. If you're gonna pre-order one of those. Uh, speaking of old things coming back, at G4 TV on Twitter posted a video. Seems like G Force coming back. Why? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't. G Force was not? good for like a year, and then it was just like cops. Sometimes code monkeys. Every now and then, it was just garbage by the end. So, like the I have some fond members of G Force. I I liked watching Attack of the Show. Yeah, like for the year morning. that they were good. I agree. Maybe two. The, the real thing is, are they going back as like? a cable TV channel or are they coming There's back? No way, it's just right? like a YouTube no. show or something like that. I'm it's sure it's gotta that. be online. There's no way this is on TV. Who, who would do that? Dumber things have happened. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this has gotta be like a YouTube channel basically. Like it's an online thing. Uh, my assumption is just because like, well, for one, you couldn't, you can't film in public right now. So you couldn't get like a TV studio up and running, right? So that's that's got to take it out of the running for a, a TV program. And two, I'm just assuming is like gaming is on like a pretty high upswing right now with everyone being at home. Like a lot of people are playing games right now. Maybe they just saw that as an opportunity. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Um, I've, I'm seeing a lot of people asking like the old hosts if they're going to come back. There's no way Sessler uh, comes at, back. He hates the game industry. Adam Sessler, your uh, your Morgan Webb's. Morgan Webb is doing her own thing. There's no way. Yeah, I even remember when Olivia Munn 
was on G4, and she's a movie star now. I mean, they might be able to get her. Who knows what... You can't film movies right now either, so... Yeah, who knows? Sessler has retweeted the that post, so he's but he also seemed somewhat unaware what was happening. So yeah, I'm not sure. He made a comment yeah, like, "Didn't one of them saw. like th- their comment on it was I can't believe they remembered the password for this account or something?" Mm-hmm. I think that might have been Sessler's <laughs> comment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm super curious what what this is. Like, this seems this is a weird blast in the past. I bet most people don't even remember G4. Like, you sure. know, your average gamer at this point probably does not remember well, G4. when was it relevant, yeah, was, though? Like, 2012? It would have to have been earlier than that. Like, because I... 2012, well, when was, I was the not last watching, year like, it was, was relevant, I guess, is what I should say. I'm looking it up. I want to yeah. say, the mm-hmm. last time I probably watched some G4 was probably, like the game awards when it was on g4 or something launched april 24th 2002 closed december 31st 2014 mm. i definitely stopped watching it like when i went off to college so it, that would have been before 2010 oh yeah i forgot this used to be tech tv and then it became g4 tech tv then it became g4 yeah, yeah. for people who don't know g4 this it was kind of like the only television channel that was like all about games or you know advertise itself in general as all about games it was gamer tv it was the tv for the gamer um uh, like i didn't know any other channels that were dedicating time to video games i guess video game and arcade top 10 on ytv if you're uh if you're in canada hell yeah um is that his real name i'm sure is is bad (laughs) there's no way that's a good show (laughs) Can we get Nicholas Pickles as a guest for TDP? He is a uh, radio DJ in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he would even want to talk about those years. I'm sure he has done that already. There's no way he has. I'm, I'm sure, sure he definitely yeah. he definitely has. Um, anyway, yeah, G4. I remember watching X-Play. Um, sure. Attack of the Show. Those yep. were like the two big ones, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there one that was like electronic something? I watched uh, Electronic Playground on everything he did. Electronic Playground. Was that G4? No. Uh, Electronic Playground with, um, oh my God, what's his name? Victor Lucas and Tommy Tommy Tallarico. Victor. Yeah, Victor and Tommy. That wasn't on G4? It probably aired on G4 later, but it started on like Global or whatever Global used to be. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, it was on... It was on a weird channel that was like, isn't this usually news? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is there a video game show on this? Yeah, they're, they're based right. in yeah, Vancouver yeah. or somewhere in Burnaby, somewhere in that over in BC. I do remember it being somewhat Canadian focused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, maybe it was just X-Play and, and uh, Attack of the Show then. I remember Attack of the Show being like the thing for G4. I did watch Attack of the Show. A lot. Attack of the Show. Attack. Attack yeah. with <laughs> Pereira and the biggest crush for ever, Olivia Munn at the time. Yeah, Olivia Munn. Now she's an X Men. She is. Yeah. I think Allison Hayslip started there too, and uh, that's. I know funny. Chris Hardwick was part of that before he went and became a podcast person, specifically I the nerdist for people dead. at home who does might not know. I think Attack of the Show may have been where I learned about Scott Pilgrim for the first time when, like, the third book had just come out. Okay. 
Sure. So I think, yeah. Anyway. Weird. I guess we'll see what that ends up being. Yep. Uh, I will check that out. I will check out whatever their first thing is, because why not? Yeah, apparently yep. you can go to their website and actually get on a mailing list if you win their mini game of Pong that's on their site. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for uh, Twitter. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has an official release date of April 8th, 2022. Wow. All right. Well, see you yeah. in a year. There's your... See you there. Yeah. <laughs> see you in two years. Um, and other stuff. Splinter Cell is getting an animated series from series from John Wick writer uh, on Netflix. Awesome. Why not? Everything else is, so sure. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Are you going to watch this one? It depends on uh, who voices. Yeah, I was going to say, who's, who's voicing Sam? It's the one that it's the one that you don't want. It's that of oh. the other guy that did it for like one game. Then yeah, still probably. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's basically free. <laughs> um, I just won't enjoy yeah, it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just sit here and just be upset. Uh, yeah. And speaking of watching stuff, I watched Bill and Ted one for the first time this wow. week. Wow. Yeah. What, what made I you do the trailer like, for yeah. three? We want to watch three, so we're like, we got to watch these other ones. And on Xbox, the the rental price was the same price as buying it. So I just have a digital copy of Bill and Ted, and that's the only movie I own on like the Microsoft store. <laughs> no, it's that, and it's one season of Dragon Ball Z because it was free for some reason. That's nice. my Microsoft store account. Um, yeah, Bill and Ted, that was a good time. I'm gonna probably watch the second one. Pretty I, soon I like the second one. It's it's not as playful but it, it is still very goofy i really liked it a lot what what do they go if it's not as playful what is it like serious uh you could say that based on what happens in it <laughs> it's okay. more psychedelic maybe that's the better way to put it or are they higher than they were in a i'm not gonna spoil one? it for you but like you'll, okay. you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll understand that's, as soon as you get far enough in that movie okay paul where do you land on the bill and ted um excellent adventure is okay and journey sucks oh i'm not a i mean i'm not crazy about them i don't like dumb goofy stoner shit that's generally i i am surprised this is getting a third movie okay but i also used to watch the cartoon so i guess i can't say much sure i didn't know there was a cartoon Yeah, short-lived i think it was only one season but uh, it was on like Mm. Like ABC, CBS, one of those. Did Keanu and uh, Winters voice the characters? I'm sure, they didn't. Okay, I think they did have uh, George Carlin though for Rufus. Hmm. Rufus, yeah. All right, um, let's do some questions. If you would like to send a question in, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter or the Discord channel or John's PO Box. Um, this first one comes from Linebeck. If you had access to the hyperbolic time chamber, what would you use it for? Do you guys need me to tell you what a hyperbolic time chamber is? No. no. Watch Dragon Ball Z. Okay. It's actually even okay, in the name, know. if you know words. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just making sure. Um, what would you use it for? I'd like to learn Mandarin or like Cantonese, something like Chinese. 
Okay. That that's a good use. That's of it. a lifelong <laughs> procedure. So you know. My my inherent issue with the hyperbolic time chamber is that you still age. So, like, you're still spending right. the time. It's just you don't have to do anything else in your normal life. Yeah. So, so if it wasn't for that, I'd be like, I got a shit ton of things I would love to do. But, like, I, I would probably just do the same thing. Like, dig into something <laughs> I've been wanting to do for a while and just, like, stretch out a day. Or well, two. I mean, the advantage is you, you are still aging, but at the very, at least you're getting something done really fast as far as the universe is concerned. <laughs> Yeah, like it does. It I feels watch, like I, a ripoff in a way. Like it really is only helpful in like those like I need to train for like the big bad villain who's going to be here in a week. Let me spend a year right. in this room. Yeah, yeah. I'd catch up on. I would definitely. Piece. I would learn something. Like maybe I would. Tr- I would learn how to skateboard. But actually, maybe I wouldn't because if I if I broke my wrist in there, that would suck. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really bad. <laughs> That'd be real bad. Um, I mean, the easy one is like I could go through like all the Yakuza games, but I mean, like I want that seems like a boring answer. Oh my god, the podcast the next week would be rough. It's like yeah. Sean, what did you play? Just <laughs> like right, a hundred games. <laughs> well, Sean's doing the podcast by himself because he's got to talk about all these things. <laughs> or you, I would come out of there with a year's worth of podcasts that i just recorded by yourself yeah everyone's everyone's you know podcast app on their phone would just explode with like 52 (laughs) new episodes yeah um what would your podcast be called mine would be one in the chamber that's That's really good that's really good (laughs) one in the chamber uh if i was to make a podcast i'd probably call it top-down perspective Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I haven't thought of a, a like a solo person name for for one. You had that lined up though. You were sitting on that one. Yeah, they were it can't, that's ready. why I asked cuz it came to me instantly. It's just like you could call it one in the chamber. Done. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought you had that for a bit there. Nope. <laughs> John, do you have a specific thing you would want to do? Um, it would probably just be get through some of my backlog or something like that, or maybe like get a bunch of like videos and stuff recorded that I feel like, I feel like I always have all these things I want to do, but never the time to do it. So I would just be like, okay, I'm going to go in here and like write my book or like get some videos done or something like that. That could be cool. The other thing is like right now, I kind of don't want like right now, I, I, in the pandemic, I am already kind of trapped yeah. inside. Well, then you'd not be even the more trapped at that point. Now I'm more trapped. So I get like another year of basically being quarantined. And then I get to come out and in continue quarantine. being quarantined. I didn't I didn't even get like a, a break. And I'm just going to wait out the pandemic over here or something like that. Yeah. Um, That's why we need it the other way around, where you go in and you lose like two years. You come out, there's a vaccine. COVID never happened, basically everything's fine sure. yeah after one day of being in there that would be scary actually i don't like that idea either that's just the movie click at that point yeah all right vgc kenny says you're now tasked to remake both your favorite and least favorite video game how would you go about it so that both games review highly and sell well hmm do you guys have a least, like a singular least favorite video? I game? do. 
I don't. Mm. Oh, all right. I brought that? it up a bunch. Aiden Chronicles, the first mage for Aiden Chronicles. Yeah. Oh, okay. So how would you how would you fix it? Uh, make it not suck ass. Uh, revamp the RPG elements. Make the story more interesting. Uh, graphically enhance it so it doesn't look like a muddy piece of crap. Give it to Obsidian. <laughs> also, they're bad. good at yeah, RPGs. Would, there you go. <laughs> I can't think of a singular least favorite game. I can't I'll just pick a game I don't like. Okay. But see, now I'm going like, to... Immediately, I think of, like, Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> and, like, my, my my first reaction is, like, well, make it not, like, a... Make it not that game. Yeah, like, what... Sorry, what's the genre for, for those games Muso. called? What's the term? Muso. I kept thinking Mushu. Muso. I was like, first, make it not a Musu. Musu. Muso. Um... And then it's like, I'm not, I'm just, it's not that game anymore. So that seems like I can't do that. Sure. Does seem like you, you are cheating at that point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know how to, how do you make a Muso game good? It's not possible. They haven't done it yet. I get that, but that does bring game. up a okay. good point. What do you do when it's a game or like a genre that you hate, but like a lot of other people like, like a lot of people like Muso games. So, I mean, the only way to answer this question would then be what's your least favorite game in a genre you like? I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I need to think of what that would be. Paul, do you have any any games lined up already, though? No, I'm the type of person that hates this. Like, what's your favorite thing of anything? (laughs) Remember, we had a long discussion about this. Okay, my Uh, favorite. It's Burnout Paradise. And the way I would fix it to review well uh-huh. is it needs a fast travel system. Okay. Just modernization stuff in general, I guess. Yeah, right? mostly yeah. modernization. Like it needs, yeah. it needs a fast travel system. I mean, that's going to be the answer to most games. Let's be real. Yep. Because every time they've remade a game I love, like Resident Evil, like Metal Gear Solid, like Shadow of the Colossus to a lesser extent, because that was still kind of janky, but I, it was fine. Every time they've remade a game I love, it's been good and like highly successful <laughs> from it. So, the le- I'm more interested in the least favorite video game and how do you make that better to sell better. But I feel like we've already answered to this think question of, before of like how do we fix a bad video game? You make it a completely different yeah. game is usually the answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna okay Anthem. Okay, Anthem. How do you fix Anthem? It, even if just like let's say it now runs well because that's an easy one i could just say like yeah. you know make it so it runs well make it so people can actually join your game and don't just get stuck um you support it, it with content to add things like you need to be able to play that solo without it just being a boring slog yep um, yeah so at that point it's a the different flight game. yeah you would have to change so much about it the flight would have to it would have to be better and longer because having to like go through waterfalls all the time was annoying uh, and just took away from how cool the flying was. Yeah, the flying's so good in that game. Maybe explain the like story how your systems sucks. work with like the primers and detonator system and how abilities work together because they don't at all in that game. <laughs> yeah, that game is a mess for sure. Yeah. All right. All right, any other games you guys want to fix? No. No. 
then John yeah. discount CJ writes in and says, when it comes to games, give me a choice to play them with either a controller or keyboard and mouse, i.e. PC games. How do you personally decide which one to use? For example, let's say you want to play a game geared towards yeah. keyboard and mouse up like Doom, the original 93 one, but prefer playing games with a controller. What would you do then? And what advice do you have for someone who prefers a controller? I think Doom 93 is a bad example since like there's no real up or down you really need to worry about in that. But like, let, let's say like ha- any other third person shooter. Yeah, I would probably go keyboard mouse. Um, See, I would. Bes- my answer to this is never use a keyboard and mouse. Besides driving games and platformers, I will never use a controller if possible. Wow. I usually prefer a controller and there's there's rare exceptions where I'll use keyboard and mouse. It is so few and far between that I will use a keyboard or mouse um, just because, like, I I, I I grew up 100% using controllers, so I have no... I'm so bad with the keyboard and mouse. Like, if, I, if you were to say play a shooter with a keyboard or mouse, I would have to put it on the easiest difficulty. Like, I have no muscle memory at... I'd be like a baby playing a game. I just could, like, could not do it. It would be so bad. Uh, I, I just did not learn how to do it properly. Um, but... Gears Tactics I did with a keyboard and mouse, which it does have a controller option. Um, I did a keyboard and mouse just because I was like, well, if I, if I would like to try to get better, you know, I would like to play the preferred one if I can. And that game is slow enough that it did not matter how much I had to, like, look down or remind myself, oh, wait, it's the one, two buttons I need to be using, blah, blah, blah. Um I say if you prefer a controller, use a controller and just know that like multiplayer is going to suck, but you, you, you're going to have to make that trade off. Yeah. I mean, for advice with someone who prefers controller, fucking play with controller. Like why, if you prefer it, why would you ever just do keyboard and mouse? There's so many program. Look for joy to key that will literally make it so you can program any button on your keyboard and mouse to your controller. Yeah. Joy to key is a godsend. So, yeah, there's literally no reason why you should ever have to play with keyboard and mouse if you don't want to. So my advice is don't. Yeah, so maybe that's a good answer for my hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> Learn how to play shooters with a <laughs> keyboard and mouse. <laughs> good use of time. Uh-huh. All right, VGC Kenny writes... What is a word you can't say correctly, no matter how hard you try? For me, it's hamster. I always say it as hamster with a P. Mm. Found out like two weeks ago or whenever it was. I always say Ubisoft, even though I know it's Ubisoft. So there's that off the top of my head. Okay. I can never remember which one it is. That's correct. Hmm, Now you got me wondering, because I know there's definitely been a bunch of cases like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think as well. I'm assuming Kenny's bringing this up because one of our friends couldn't say thermodynamics. Like, they literally struggled. Someone in the chat mentioned yeah. that. Steven? Yes, Steven plays, but he can't, he could never, he couldn't say thermodynamics though we were, he f- was forced to repeat it like a hundred times. Okay, Ther- thermodynamics. Mm. Honestly, I don't know the chat would probably know better since they listen to us, uh, I don't I don't typically listen to myself. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Lineback says, what's a DDP plus game you'd want to give a second chance and why is it the quiet man? Oh my god. 
no, I definitely gave that its second chance. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I played I through that game twice. Yeah, oh, like, I didn't. <laughs> well, you ha- you gotta play through it twice because then you get the sound version, and that's when the game really starts to be terrible. No, Ooh. no, that's not true. <laughs> but that that's also when you get the uh-huh. terrible ending, like the the real ending, quote unquote, which is stupid. I'm just gonna look up a list of the games we. As like, can you slide me that list too? Because I'm also like struggling right now to think of what it would be. I had one when we were going into this, and I completely forgot what it was. Dicey Dungeons. I'd I would go like back to go back to. Okay, I'd go back to. Dream I mean, I would Daddy just play more of it and play I'd... more of it. What? You go back to what? Well, it... uh, Dream Daddy. Oh yeah, jeez. I mean, second chance implies like something we, about it the first time wasn't good oh, well, in, that, you know in I mean? that case then there's not really anything that we've done on tv there's none of them then yeah because there's plenty of those games like yes i will go play them again i love into the yeah, breach i'm not gonna go back right. to rage uh, one right exactly See, rage actually did come out to me because i was like i know there's a lot more of that game i could play and i didn't hate it okay so that one that one jumped out to me i need to look at a list as well though. okay so for me it's between rage one and sonic adventure two and i would go back to rage one way before sonic adventure two i would, I would never go back to sonic adventure Two. everything else like i kind of liked <laughs> oh actually i know the answer jimmy and the pulsating mass oh yeah so i like that game but it's such a oh. daunting game <laughs> i got my answer okay hollow knight you did oh, i would give okay. hollow knight did, another did try because like Hol- i did oh. uh i bounced off of that pretty quick with hollow knight um and then i just continuously hear people raving hollow knight uh that is the one that i would want to give it another try okay yeah i don't know man i pretty much every game i've either like really liked or really hated there's been not one i would want to double uh, double down on unless it's just one i didn't get enough time i think your your question to tailor it more towards your situation should be um which game do you wish you had played more before the show? Because I feel like there's been a number of them where you you played them just before the show. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. And then afterwards, you're like, I actually love this game because you played like another five hours that then, night. Or not observation. Ah, shit. Uh, contradiction. That's the one. Oh, oh, you weren't and you weren't there for that yeah. one. Yeah, you would have loved. Yeah, Specifically, I stayed out of that episode because uh, I, was like, I want to I want to keep going with it. And then I never fucking did. I remember, well, I remember you did that with like Into the Breach. No, Into the Breach I played. Um, and I liked, but oh, you're right. Yeah, I didn't you, dig enough into. Yeah, there, there was like, there's been a couple where you're like, man, I wish I had played this earlier in the month because I really like this now. Uh, but I, the only one that came to mind was Into the Breach. Man, Contradiction's so good. What was the, what was that follow up? It's not, not an actual follow up. What was that other FMV game, Paul, that also has um, the, the shape shifting detective? Shape shifting detective. John, you should play that. That's a good okay. game. That's a weird one, yep. <laughs> Do you like weird video games? It's not as good, right, though. John, I, Nothing I think will be. the next question is yours. All right. Uh, BoardCO2 says, Yesterday I asked my dad for the name of a good movie he showed me a few years ago. When he told me it was <laughs> The Quiet Man, a 1952 romantic comedy drama film, my mind jumped straight to the bad video game. What are some pieces of media which share the same or similar names that are weird to think of side by side? Hmm. What is it with the quiet man today? 
God damn. <laughs> Two in a row. I wonder if there's any uh, references with those two properties. I doubt it, but... Highly doubt it. Oh, people in the chat actually have good answers. Avatar and Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That might uh-huh. be the answer, that's to be perfectly one. honest. That's a really good one, yeah. I mean, by the same same avenue, we could go Dragon Ball Z and then the Dragon Ball Z live-action movie. Yeah, Dragon I Ball was Evolution thinking about this a little bit. There's a weird Evolution, thing where yeah. I don't want to count, like, Resident Evil and Resident Evil the movie. It's like, well, it's a fucking product based on the thing. It that doesn't that's not the same thing. And they're like always bad. Well, you know they're yeah they're usually bad. Uh, Death Note and then Death Note the live action Netflix. Movie. I don't think those count though because it's the same idea done in two different ways. Okay, so, so it's just the same name is what you want to go with. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So that's why okay. I like Avatar and Avatar the Last Airbender. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, you're right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't think I have an answer for this. Yeah, I was trying to think of one too. It's very difficult. Oh my god. I'm sure there's... Yeah, I I thought I had one when we just started, but then I I started talking about Dragon Ball Z and uh, my mind just goes over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As you do. All right, I'm going to read this one from Rinku. So before Avengers Endgame came out, I hadn't seen the majority of the MCU and binge watched them over a few weeks to catch up. And I felt like I missed out on a lot of the hype afterwards. So my question is, what's a series you got into late and felt like you missed out on? Hmm. Game of Thrones, sort of. But I like I okay. got in, I got into okay. it at some point where like I got in like season five, I think it was. So it was still it was pretty still popular. Pretty popular yeah, so I just hype. missed out on like a couple years worth of it because when I originally watched it, I didn't like it. Sure. Hmm. I don't. This is hard because maybe I mean, to it, a fault, I like to jump into stuff during the zeitgeist. Yeah, I, I usually try to do that as well. Um, or the stuff that I know is good that I'm like, I, I, I could say Yakuza again, but I'm not hanging out with a ton of people who are praising Yakuza all the time. So it doesn't like bug me too much. That is one that actually uh, kind of does bug me a little bit. I do want to get really into those. Game of Thrones. Uh, that was the one I was around so many people that watched Game of Thrones and I didn't. So that was one I definitely felt left out on, you know, to some extent, uh, Rick and Morty. I okay. I never watched Rick and Morty. I watched the first episode it was like. I'm not really into this, but and people are crazy into Rick and Morty. Yeah, I love Rick and Morty, so you're preaching to the choir with that one. So, <laughs> yeah, but now at this point, it's like I don't like their fans because they're crazy. And there's yeah, a lot you of could shows say that like about that. a lot of good yeah. stuff. <laughs> I could, I could, um, and I do, frankly. Undertale fans, I'm looking at you. <laughs> <specifically>. <laughs> not anymore, really, though. Um. Crap. I don't I there's definitely nothing as big as what he's saying here or they're saying I shouldn't assume where I I, I did keep up with the like MCU had, so yeah I, I can keep up with the MCU and I'm I feel very proud that I've done that because I felt like the payoff was like incredible like that is I'll a never get hyperbolic like time chamber thing right there yeah watch all the MCU 
in a night. But again, like like, but you would you will miss out on the on the hype. And I felt like the hype was a good portion of why this was so fun. Like I love seeing yeah. those movies in theaters. Yeah. Actually, um, yeah, Dedinsky. I ha- uh, I haven't even finished JoJo's, but I do like what I've seen of it, and the hype for that is like kind of gone. It's there when you talk about it, but like it's not fervent anymore. I guess that's probably the closest thing. There's probably a bunch of anime I can't think of that is like I don't watch anime generally. What? One Piece. Well. I'm never going to watch one. Yeah, piece. that's that's just daunting. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, there's a hyperbolic time chamber thing. Yeah, we'll get through I, all. I, of I one don't piece. know if you could do that. Like you would come out and you would be dead. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. I was thinking about it. Like, how long have I been reading One Piece? And I started reading One Piece when I was ten. So we're getting close to two decades of reading this manga. Oh man. Okay. All right, Paul, you want to keep going? Yep, Hebrew Lantern says, what is the most efficient way you can organize your game collection? Or no, no, inefficient way you can organize your game collection. Randomly is not acceptable. There must be a method to the madness, no matter how mad it is. Now, this one I did think about, so hear me out. There was a lot of really good answers in the Discord, I will say. Oh, I didn't read any of those, so if somebody yeah. said this, I'm, I apologize for not crediting you. But I was thinking, by date discounting the year so like november 10th this came out so that goes in the november 10th whatever (laughs) and then it's just like okay there is a way you could find them but it's inefficient because you have to remember the literal day it came out the day it came out yeah um okay i've got a i've got a really dumb one for you okay how many achievement points did I unlock in it? Oh, God. So that means you're going to get a bunch of Xbox 360 and Xbox One games, and then a bunch of every platform tied at zero because they don't have achievement points. <laughs> Y'all are playing weak. Yeah, no, Mary said exactly what I was going to say. The colors in the box are, you sort them by the color alphabet, like, not even alphabetically, like, by their, like, Just, art yeah. code, like, zero, 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 and go all the way up. Their hex code. Oh, man. You could do like oh the hex code. I thought you meant the actual color, and I was like, that makes sense. People do no, that. I'm you could like, do like pixel art on your wall out of cases. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. How much I enjoyed it. How many people are on the box art? People. Are on the I was art, thinking yeah. also like the lead voice actor last name first alphabetically, mm-hmm. and then you'd have this like <laughs> weird thing where there's no voices in it. So. Like, every NES game is <laughs> thrown together, every SNES game, for the most part. Yeah, the hex code one's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, at some point, I don't want to be, like, I don't want to get too deep where there's, like, six layers to getting to it. Right. Um, so, the hex, I like the hex code because it's crazy with being one layer of confusion. It's like, oh, if you know the hex code, you're good. Um, someone shouts uh, the order you bought them See, in. I used to do that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I did too, actually. <laughs> I want to say my current organization is pretty much that because when I get a new game, it just kind of goes on top of the stack. Yeah, um, that's kind of it. And then that stack sometimes no longer, goes it, like it, in the thing. Yeah. 
I mean, when I was at my parents' place, it was alphabetical, but I had a bunch of bookshelves I could put stuff on. Now I don't have a lot of bookshelves, so it's just like new game goes on the top. Right. When I'm done with a bunch of games, you know, once a year, I'll put them in a box. Yeah. I think everybody kind of used to do that when they had like four games. Like, who cares? Like, up to a point, it gets tedious, though, or bad. You know what the craziest people, when you take... Let's say you have a game in your console and you want to play a different game and you grab the, diff- the you get you grab game two's box, uh-huh. open it up, and you take no, game no, one no, no, and don't you say put it. it in that box no. and you put game two in the console. And you're just like, oh, I'll put this away later. That those people are actually insane. Yep. It's true. Certifiably. That is ridiculous. Yep. Um that is just asking for it. Oh, I feel so gross, you even saying it. Say that say that yeah. again so I can uh, hear what it was. For a sec, so you have game one in the yeah. console. You grab game two's yeah. box, open up game two, take game two out, yeah. put game one in game two's yeah. box, put game two in the console. Oh, my wife does that. I've lost so She's many games person. doing that. Were people doing that? <laughs> I think Nathan did that the last time he was over, and I like had a conniption about it. Wait, to like your games? Well, yeah, because we were playing uh, a PlayStation Two game. That's just mean. That's just well. That's, I think that's, that's just the way he rude. does it. But like, he didn't tell me, so I was looking for this game everywhere. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Uh, John, do you want to read this one from Denski? Yeah, Denski. Denski says, uh, "Have you ever had a video game help you find out who you were?" <laughs> no. I mean, now this this makes sense in a way because of like, uh, yeah. More I've gotten angry before. Games. More recent games would be something like this. Yeah, like uh Sure. Like Life is Strange, stuff like that. Like games that kind of deal with like more serious topics. That dragon can sure. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying for myself, no. I mean, I found out that I usually take like the Paragon path from Mass Effect mm-hmm. to the point where I literally still call it the Paragon path. Sure, I can see that. I I mean I <laughs> I guess the closer would be like, I found out I don't like spiders because of grounded. <laughs> I've definitely yeah. found out where my anger issues come from. Yeah. With a, with a bunch yep. of games okay. and stuff like that. Same. Yep. But no, like my, me myself now. And that's right, not, that's yeah. not diminishing anyone who does. It's just, uh, I haven't really had anything that's really done that. You're sure. waiting for that one special game to reach out exactly. and touch you. Zombie Twinkie writes, if each one of you were a class from an RPG, futuristic, medieval, or otherwise, what would you be, and what weapon would you use? Mm. A berserker and probably hammers. Uh, a rogue, but with a uh, gun that turns into an, a sword, or a sword that turns into a gun. Oh, like a gun blade. Um, I would be, yeah, on the rogue side, some kind of like fast, uh, class. Um, I always try to play classes that are like on like the slimmer side, they're fast and they can do a lot of hits really quickly. I'm never into like the tank stuff. Oh, I mean, I just chose because I have anger issues, not because of the class I like to play. Mm -hmm. I don't like to play that class. (laughs) Okay. So I don't know Uh, how they meant this. (laughs) I guess now. (laughs) I, I don't. I mean, I, I'm not a berserker or a rogue in real life. You're definitely, <laughs> that sounds I like Twitter's talk to me. You're definitely a warlock of That's, some sort. 
Warlock. Okay, <laughs> sure. I mean, I think that was the class I played in Anthem. Right, yeah. that was one of the classes, yeah. right? Warlock. It is. Yeah, You're I'm pretty, pretty sure I played that one. And I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. Weapon. Um. Again, I I don't like using the heavy weapons, so it would have to be like a fast weapon. Um, like a like a, not like a like a great sword, but either like a regular sword or like a double blade, like one in each hand. Okay. Eight. Do you have a weapon, Paul? Yeah, a hammer of some sort. Hammer. All right, that'll do it for questions. If you want to send in questions uh, next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Hmm. Uh, Mine's Carrion. Fall Guys. Yeah. yeah, I'll agree with Carrion. You know what? Pinball. No, Pinball. pinball. Yeah. Pinball. Okay. Um, if you are a patron... Tonight is the last night to vote on next month's game, so get your vote in if you still uh, want to. Otherwise, uh, stay tuned for our SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom episode coming up right after this. Bye, everybody. See ya.